Oh. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sounds weird. <laughs> so, so that is the sound of the cutie cura hand sanitizer that we have all become obsessed with yeah. here at Absolute Radio. Um, and we're hoping to use this, the bonus material of the podcast, to kind of um, preach a little bit about cleanliness. Yeah, about hand hygiene. I'm using it about pretty much once an hour during it's the show. It's very pungent, isn't it? Become addicted Powerful, to it. Yeah. It's, it's a lovely sort of almost watermelon flavour. Like when you smell your fingers, your eyes roll into the back of your head. It's yeah. really cute. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, this obsession came about because uh, Jared Leto, of course, frontman of 30 Seconds to Mars and currently the Joker, uh, he's appearing on the podcast because he came on the show. We've got a lot of bonus material with him. And in doing research, uh, we discovered that he has germophobia. He is a germaphobe. Yeah, hates um, germs. Which is a person with an extreme fear of germs and an obsession with cleanliness. The quotation under germaphobe, if you go online, is, I'm not a germaphobe, but everyone knows that hotel remote controls are never cleaned and are probably filthy. <laughs> I should have probably read well, that before we came. We it's a good point, though. Jared <laughs> Leto make makes any a sense. good point, though. <laughs> If that was his quote. Um, so we were told by Jared Leto's people that, um, you know, Jared's a nice guy and he proved to be just that. You'll hear that in the interview. Mm. Um, but you can't shake his hand when yeah. you meet him. And if you do want to have any pictures with Jared, um, you can't put your arm around Don't him or stand him. next to him. I mean, imagine if you sneezed. He might have completely freaked out. Oh, yeah. You couldn't have helped it. You're just like, oh, accidental little sneeze. He would have gone mad. What, you, like, at him, you mean? Yeah, well, just I'm in the just, vicinity I'd, I'd of him. I always think I'd cover. In the vicinity of him. Let me know. ask you this. Yeah. Uh, my partner thinks this is, she thinks this is disgusting, but I actually think it's a way of stopping, you know, germs from spreading. But right. sometimes when I feel a big sneeze coming on, mm. as a last resort, instead of sneezing with, into my hands, yeah. I pull my top oh, up. Oh, right, that's my, a good uh, idea. <laughs> but she thinks that looks pretty grim. But I think that's a way of, like, I don't want people to be sneezed on. To be fair, it's probably the best way of stopping or the, the uh, spray getting out. Because well, even when you cover your hands with your mouth, it's still a lot of it yeah. getting out into the atmosphere around you. Sometimes oh, yeah. it's better to spray on yourself than somebody else. Yeah. I've said yeah. it once, said yeah. it a thousand yeah. times. Yeah. Keep the spray to your own chest. Anyway, where were uh, we? Don't, don't yeah. Yeah. Well, don't, exactly. Don't That's a good, good advice. Yeah. Um, oh, yes, germophobia. Um, so um, in the germophobe community, and I've met a couple uh, mm. over the years, um, their kind of customary handshake, what they've replaced the handshake with, should I say, is the fist bump. Fist yeah, bump me, Matt? That that's there's this part of the reason the rise of the fist bump came about because of the germophobes, do you think? Possibly when you think about it, it's it makes sense, doesn't it? That's what I say. Yeah. We're here to hopefully change perceptions and opinions on the podcast. Yeah. Maybe we should all start fist bumping each other. We should do fist bumping and regularly hand sanitizing. If you take one thing from this podcast, let that be it. Um, a friend of mine uh, who's affectionately known as Cholton Sue because she's <laughs> she's been in and around Cholton <laughs> Athletic, Cholton the Sue. club, yeah, for, legend for, for many years, and we love Sue. She texts me um, after the picture of Jared and I was put up on uh, the Instagram here at Absolute Radio, uh, and she said, "Oh my God, I can't believe you met my future husband, the man I love more than any other, and you didn't tell me." So I texted her back saying, "Oh, just in case this might sway your opinion, he won't kiss or cuddle you because uh, yeah. he's a germaphobe." And she texts back, "I'll wear gloves." <laughs> Oh, wow. Go on, Shelton Sue. Get in there. <laughs> um, right, so coming up on the podcast, um, we have got that bonus material from Jared Leto. We have a tradesperson to the stars, which will blow your minds. Luke plied his trade for one of the biggest stars yeah. in the world over the past 40 years. As big as they come, with many a catchphrase and many a half-arsed impression coming up. <laughs> You worry Based about that. around that person. <laughs> Even if we don't know the catchphrases properly <laughs> yeah. and we can't do a can't decent do impression, voice. we're still going to try. <laughs> yeah. Still going to try. Of course we are. Plus, work experience Nick, who's sitting right next to me right now, he stole the show oh, when Matt's trains he? made him late for the sports bulletin. Yeah, yeah. And he stepped in to do it. And he did an excellent job. A bit too good, to be honest. Say hello to everyone, Nick. <clears throat> Hello. There you go. See? There See? Uh, that's coming up. Thank you very much indeed for downloading. Matt, hand sanitizer? Uh, yeah. Why not? Let's have another <sighs> squirt. Oh, Enjoy. Stuff. So clean, aren't Ooh. we? The Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. Good afternoon, everybody. Start of a brand new week, which means the weekend has just been. I hope you had an incredible one. Uh, with the news that Matt Dyson and his wife are giving up takeaways for a month <laughs> ringing in my ears, I feel so, I feel so guilty for yeah. what I did this weekend. 
Yeah. Oh, it was bad. Come on. I mean, I divulged on this show that one Sunday I ordered so many takeaways that my bank called me and thought that I was being defrauded. Uh, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was the low. Uh, <laughs> I don't think whoa. I could sink any lower than that. That is bad. They're ordering all sorts of crazy <laughs> stuff. <laughs> No human could ever consume oh, this amount. I know, just me and my partner as well. It wasn't like Whoa. I had like people over or anything. That's amazing. Well, the shame, the shame deepens. Actually, no, I'm going to be proud. I'm going to, I'm going to own this. I'm going to be proud of this. Yesterday, so there's this place called uh, the Cedar, which is Lebanese food, right, which yeah. has opened up on the high street, right? Nice. And they do a chicken shawarma, which is the chicken with the kind of in the flat gherkins bread. in the flatbread. Oh, yes. But what the Cedar do is they they chuck a few chips in there as well. Oh, do they? That's nice. So you yeah. get the chicken and the chips and you get it all wrapped up. So I ordered one of those and I ordered two house salads. They have two separate house salads and they're both as good a as each other. A nod to health, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I love a salad. Yeah. So I ordered that and it arrived... And I ate it yeah. with a nice Peroni. Right. Then I went to bed and I had a nap for three hours. <laughs> and I woke up and I ordered the same thing again. <laughs> Whoa. I know. Exactly the same order. Just the same, just literally I mean, just repeat. It's one thing sort of having... I've, I've done it before, you know, when you're in a particularly low place and you have a takeaway for lunch and for dinner yeah. from a different place. Let's not never, focus on being on a low never place. Having, <laughs> never having had the same thing. So good, though. The same order. It must be good. It's so good. The chips are in with the chicken and oh, it's all in yeah. the wrap. Oh, and then yeah. there's the two salads. But I ate it. I napped <laughs> Did for you three eat both hours. Salads? Both so salads you had four gone. salads in one day. <laughs> I had four. <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> but they've got that kind of, you know, that oil that they put on there. Oh, it's yeah. So, mm. Oh, wow. Anyway, so that's, no, that's, that's what I did. That's awful, was it? And you and Katie are going to give up takeaways well, for a whole saying, month. Yeah, just trying, trying to be a bit more healthy, you know, and that's one of our downfalls. Yeah. Takeaways and wine. You know, if you can stop them for a month, we might be fine. Are you going to stop wine as well? No. Nah, well, no. <laughs> Save it for Friday and Saturday, so, I'd say. Is there like a dry January, but you're going to use April for takeaway food? <laughs> yeah, it's not, I mean, it's not a formal thing. We're just going to do it. Let's okay. see how it goes. I wish you the best luck. But the four salads makes it okay. Well, I might just have four salads. <laughs> <for the table. laughs> hey, everyone's doing it. Why not? Now. The Dave Berry Show. Absolute Radio. Get in touch with your quibbles and your gripes at 8, 12, 15. Or tweet us at Absolute Radio. Producer Amanda currently centering her chakras, I believe. Good chakras there, Amanda. Well done. How are your chakras, Matt? They're all over the shop. Oh, <laughs> and is that thanks to yeah. Great Northern? Yes, the train company I commute in with sometimes when I can. Uh, yeah, not only did I... Uh, they cancelled my train on Saturday, so I was nearly late for rock and roll football. Mm. Nearly late again today because I was sat on a train for half yeah. an hour. But luckily, no work experience Nick did just such a great yeah, he did job, didn't he? job, which took the edge job. off it. But yeah, just so glad they've got their social media team working so hard at Great Northern Trains. Now, can so, I stop you here? Yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> this is this is the bit we all know that everyone commutes, and we all get let down. Yeah. Matt missed the Kasabian gig because of this on Saturday, yeah, yeah, by the I way, know. at the Royal Albert Hall. Yeah, to drive all sorts. But but sorry to interrupt you, Matt, and I know that you're angry right now, and I don't yeah. want you to turn on me. Okay. Okay. But putting the cherry on top of the Great Northern Railway cake yeah. is what's forcing you into confessing this on air and us hopefully helping you to let it go. Okay. Yeah, let it yeah, go. So yeah. please continue. I will let it go about the uh, the wacky gifts that the comms team put out there. You know, and they're like, hi, it's Rob and Shelley in the office today. Here's a crazy little gift to lighten the mood, to take the edge off it for all the angry commuters. It never works, Rob and Shelley. I think you should stop doing the wacky gifts, please. It uh, only makes people angrier. Just tell us what's happening and why we're delayed, and then we can all let it go yeah like a, a big eyed cat just looking twice into the lens isn't really going to do it for no, you it's, just, it's, just, it's, it's a waste of everyone's time it's okay so, let, yeah. but so I'm letting it go I'm you are going to let it go Okay, they're just two people working on the socials team and they're just trying to do their job just trying they've to probably been told to by their bosses I know I yeah. know all the gifts well, really cut through don't they no they don't I'm not really getting the sense you've let this go <laughs> I am I'm trying to let I, it go I can't really see the gear change yet what are their names it's okay that the season tickets cost so much, but the service is so poor. It's okay. Let it go, man. What are, what are the names? What are the, the gift people Rob, called? Rob and Shelley. Rob and Shelley. <laughs> you just made that up? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone's called Shelley anymore, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> Rob and Shell. Um, are you... Are you de- look, oh, wow. He's, look at He's okay. balled his own fists up. Okay. Eyes closed. Chakra. Has it made you feel better? Yes, a little bit. That's the purpose of the feature. 8, 12, 15, or tweet us at Absolute Radio. 
Um, let us know what's going on in your world. You just need a little bit of support. You just need someone to go, hey, let it go. It's going to be fine. We've got the calming music. Dave and Matt, this comes from Sarah. She was expecting a top to be delivered, mm. ready for Saturday night. Yeah. And she said either post it through the letterbox yeah. or leave it with a neighbour. And the delivery company or the post person um, got these two clear messages overlapping in their brains and posted it through her neighbour's letterbox. Oh, no. Even though they moved out some time ago and the oh. house is empty. Oh, no. oh, dear. And just to know that the top is just there, just next to the letterbox, and she can't get it. Close. Let it go, Sarah. Let, let it go. When you do get that top, it'll feel extra special, yeah. and you'll look even better because you'll have a radiant glow of success <laughs> that will yeah. match your new garments. Yeah. Uh, now, a warning to everybody out there. This text does contain a story about shipping numbers. <laughs> um, we are an entertainment radio show, <laughs> so just please try and bear that in mind. <laughs> Afternoon, guys. Working in shipping and sending things across the globe every day, people on occasion can ask for a tracking number. Yeah. <laughs> and rightly so. Sure, yeah. Add Stu in Farnborough. It's only when we get so, by, isn't it? So, exactly. <laughs> so why, when I pass on the very information that allows my colleagues to track the shipment, do they insist on coming to me a few days later to track it? Why? You have the number. <laughs> I'm not in the van. I don't freaking oh. know when the driver will get there. <laughs> oh. Let it go, Stu. Come on, guys. Stu, let it go. Use your tracking numbers. No one else is talking about shipping numbers on the radio right now, are <laughs> no, no one else. Thanks is. for the opportunity, Stu. Uh, tweet here from uh, Rob Edwards, Giant71 on Twitter. Giant71. Um, he says his only quibble today has been with other people. Oh, yeah. Other people. I find they do get in the way of being happy. <laughs> they do, don't they? <laughs> we just looked out the studio yeah. window here in so London's Golden many. Square and we found a whole bunch of things just to let it go. Yeah, let just it by go. staring out of the window for 30 seconds. He says nothing huge, just uh, people eating with their mouths open oh, yeah. or, or breathing over you with oh, coffee breath. Yes, yes. Or even worse, eggy breath. Oh, eggy breath. Eggs at work, I ask you. Eggs says at work. Rob. Let just it let go. it go. They're just eating eggs. Let you know? it go. They're just <laughs> having some dairy produce. Recommend they use some chewing gum and let it go. Let it go. Let it go, big fella. Dave Berry, not making a big deal out of it on Absolute Radio. Season, the 31-year-old former Barcelona player who's been at the club since 2015 has been told to stay away by manager Paul Lambert. He's apparently not happy with the Dutchman's attitude and performance in training. And it's been announced that Mick McCarthy will leave Ipswich Town when his contract expires at the end of the season. The 59-year-old is the longest-serving manager in the championship after joining the Tractor Boys in 2012. He reacted to the news in his usual deadpan manner. A bit relieved that it is now done and everybody knows. And sort of excited now for the future, for something else, because no doubt I'll go on and manage another club. Well, I hope I will. (laughs) (laughs) He's so so northern. I'll miss Mick McCarthy. Yeah, no, I love Mick McCarthy. Love that You know what what that needs? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Do you know what that needs? I think I know where you're going. Can we have that again? Yeah. Okay, this is what it needs. (laughs) I'm a bit relieved that it is now done and everybody knows. And sort of excited now for the future, for something else, because no doubt I'll go on and manage another club. Well, I hope I will. Oh. It's moving, isn't it? It's the end of an era. Jeez. The Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. Um, now, Matt, uh, you have played many a character here on the show. Oh yes, one has. Yeah, uh, you're very. I know that you're. You're kind of. You're of the Stanislavski school. Of yes. Acting. Yeah, that's right. Um, Guilty. And, and Guilty I'm going <laughs> to ask you now to play Jared Leto, the frontman of Thirty Seconds okay, to Mars. Right. Um, because he's going to be joining us on the show tomorrow, and as part of the interview I have planned for him, I'm going to do some scenarios using some of his past cast members and friends of okay. the band. Um, so, would you would you mind getting into character? As Jared Leto. Yeah, he's a he's a germaphobe apparently, yeah. so okay. you don't want to be touched by anyone. Right. Okay. And you're okay. small and you're ridiculously handsome. Yes. Thank you. Okay. You ready? It's good to have you on the show, yeah, okay. Jared. Great to be here. Um, 
Now, in 1999, you starred in Fight Club alongside Edward Norton and Brad Pitt. Mm -hmm. Out of Did the... I? Exactly. <laughs> I didn't realise that. Right? I don't know if I remember him being in that. Yeah, he was. He was part yeah. of the Fight Club, and was there's it, a bit yeah. where he gets badly beaten up, and the reason is he wanted to ruin something beautiful. Ah, uh, yes, maybe. I do but you remember. remember you yeah. would remember being in this film, Jared. Yes, well, I this is the worst piece of character <laughs> acting we've ever had on the show. Yes, I remember. Was yeah, I, Dave? Yes. Oh, great! <laughs> I get an Oscar nomination for that. Brilliant. So, as I was saying, Jared, in 1999, you started. Fight Club alongside Edward Norton and Brad Pitt. I did. <laughs> Don't do the accent. I'm not going to do the accent. No. <laughs> Out of the three of you, who'd make the best next president of the United States of America? Oh, uh, are those three? Um, I think he's going to say... I'm... No, who are the options? God, again? you're all over the place. I know, here, yeah, aren't you? No, I think no, wait, he's no. going to say... No, I don't think was he, I? I actually don't think he'll say himself... He'll say Ed Norton. You think he's going to say Edward Norton? Well, we'll find out tomorrow. Yeah. Let me change. Let me change Ed Norton up for Leona and change Brad Pitt for me. I mean, many people said I am the Brad Pitt of the radio world. <laughs> um, out of the three of us, so it's you, Matt Dyson, Leona, and me. Who make the best next president of the United States of America? Um, uh, me. Do you know what? I'd vote for you, Matt. I'd vote for you. Uh, I'd now... sort the trains out. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> the much-anticipated Blade Runner 2049 was released last year. Year with your good self, Ryan Gosling and Harrison Ford. Yeah. But here's my question. There's a body in your trunk. Who are you going to call for help? Uh, the police. Ryan Gosling oh, or Harrison Ford? No, you don't want to get the last right, people you want to call. I'm getting this now, yeah. Harrison Ford or Ryan Gosling? Oh. Um, uh, Ryan Gosling, because he's really good at driving and driving fast. Oh, though, that's though, good. So, okay, yeah. that's a good answer. Uh, we're going to swap Ryan Gosling in for Bush, and we're going <laughs> to... We're going to trade Harrison Ford for Sturge. Same oh. questions are saying there's a body in the trunk. Who are you calling for help? I'd say, yeah, Andy Bush, I think. He's quite, <laughs> he's quite a Gosling-type character. He really is. He wears those, like, driving gloves he all does. the time, doesn't he? Yeah, sinister. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm driving the radio desk, you mean? <laughs> that's not him, that's just me he saying. Did, yeah. In 2016, uh, you starred in the brilliant Suicide Squad as the Joker. I did. Uh, Will Smith, Margot Robbie and Joel Kinnaman were also in there. If you had to wear one of those people's clothes for an entire month, who would you choose? Uh, he will say Margot Robbie. Okay. Yes. Oh, we'll find out tomorrow night on the show. I'm going to switch those three people up for Christian Ritchie and Sarah Champion. Oh, that's a tough one, man. <laughs> Are you going to dress Ritchie's like for a will probably, Ritchie's will fit the best, probably, so I think I'll go with them. That's <laughs> what you're going to go for. Yeah. Um, Matt, you've done very well. It was a bit sketchy at the beginning. It but really this has given was, me a yeah. good idea of uh, what to expect from Jared when he joins us here on Absolute Radio. The Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. It's the Dave Barry Show on Absolute Radio. Please welcome my guest, actor, Oscar winner and rock god, Jared Leto, everybody. Thank you so much. Listen to the applause. <laughs> Listen. Soak it all up. Oh, um, man. You've had quite a lot of applause, though, with 30 Seconds to Mars. You've been doing some big shows. The fans have been loving it. Um, I'd like to start by talking about your gig in Cardiff at the weekend, yeah. where you displayed some amazing skills of meditation, peace and love and broke up a fight that was going to happen. Yes, exactly. Just talk us through what happened, Jared. That's amazing. I just think people got a little carried away. Yes, they do. a little too much fun. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's a rock and roll show, so uh, it, it's not uncommon for people to get pretty passionate in yeah. the audience. We like a bit of passion, don't yeah, we? Yeah, a little bit of passion. But, uh, you know, concerts should be a safe place for everyone. And, uh, you know, so I just... Uh, kind of stopped the show and took care of business. Oh, I like that. Took care of business, you absolute dude. <laughs> um, now, the new single, ironically, is called Dangerous Night. Yeah. Um, it is out now, uh, and the video for the track is a sneak peek at an up-and-coming documentary um, that, mm. that you've directed, I believe. Uh, it's called A Day in the Life of America. Uh, it was filmed in one single day, uh, the 4th of July. Yeah. And, and so how does it come about? Because it sounds like a massively ambitious project. You've got footage from... Every state in the U.S. of A. Yeah, we do. We, we filmed on a single day in every state in the country and made a portrait of America uh, in what I think is a really important time, a time of great change and a time of uncertainty, but a time where people are asking big questions. Mm -hmm. You know, who are we? What type of country do we want to live mm -hmm. in? I think those are probably questions that are being asked uh, in the U.K. as well, you know. Yeah, and uh, so... The, the 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 upcoming album which comes out on April 6 is the soundtrack for the film uh, and the film will probably be out around uh, July I hope 
Okay, and the album is called America, so there's yeah. obviously there's a theme building here. Yeah. Um, as you say, there's so many people asking so many questions. In my personal opinion, it seems like quite a dark time at the moment, but we have to look for hope and um, inspiration going forward. See that not this is, doesn't apply. Some of the things we're seeing doesn't apply to everybody. And is this something that you touch on in the film and on the album, the snapshots of, of different people's lives on the 4th of July, of course, of all days? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we do. We explore the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I, I do think it's... There's, there is quite a bit of darkness uh, right now. Uh, there's also uh, a lot of hope. Yes. And I mean, if you look at the march that just happened in um, the States uh, against uh, gun violence and uh, the young people just coming out and, and droves to uh, stand up and, and fight for what they believe in, uh, there's an entire generation of people that are getting politically active, and that's really... It's awe-inspiring. I couldn't agree more. It was so lovely to see such such huge numbers and such a and as you say a generation. So that can only bode well for the future of humankind. Yeah, I think so. Um, we've um, we, we want to talk a little bit about the acting uh, as well, if you don't mind, Jared. Um, you said that there'll be times when you take sabbaticals from certain things. You need to do that, you know, because you're a talented but busy guy. Um, where are we movie-wise? Is there is there something coming up, or are you focusing on making this film and making the album and doing the tours with Thirty Seconds to Mars? I mean, right now I'm focused on the music. It's hard to be in Cardiff or at the O2 and make a movie at the same okay. time. <laughs> yeah. uh, so we've just launched a world tour. It's called the Monolith Tour. We have this giant 60-foot-tall uh, monolith wow. in the building and in this moving kinetic sculpture that uh, we perform in and around. Uh, Did so, you triple check the measurements? You didn't have a spinal tap moment. <laughs> we 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 have a lot of spinal tap moments. Uh, just in general, uh, uh, we had one the other day where the, they got stuck. I mean, we start off playing inside of this box, right? Uh, that's the, you know six LED panels, and it it literally lifts up into the air on an angle, and then the whole thing comes up, and all the walls come apart. But the other night we played in a venue and the ceiling was really low. Um, but something with the measurements kind of screwed up the computer and the machinery all got frozen. So the thing opened a little <laughs> bit and then just got stuck there. So, oh, wow. yeah, I had to like kind of push my way around and slide outside <laughs> of this box. But it, we got it working again after a minute or two. Oh, okay. It's nice yeah. to know that those things can happen to cool bands. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Probably not for you, but, but for well, people we, listening. We have, all the, we have the, the best of all the accidents happen to us, for Right, sure. okay. And it's also, the, the O2 is an easy place to get lost backstage in before you make your way out, you know? Yes, very. And Cleveland can happen at any moment. Yes, very easily. The Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. I had the luxury, Matt, of a bit of a morning slash afternoon off. Oh, lovely. So I ventured down towards the studios here to see you all. Uh, There's no point in me running into the studios because once again, Matt was going to be late. It's fine. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Welcome, little dick. Don't blame me, blame the train company. Okay, okay. Um, but I took the time to take a look around. Well, it's a tourist destination, beloved of the world, that is Camden Market. Oh, yes. Still Every... going strong, isn't it? Still smelling of incense, <laughs> yeah. a combination of every food type from around yeah, the world. Yeah, Falafels and joysticks. Falafels and joysticks. If you've already owned a bong and some stripy tights, there's no need to visit Camden Market. Uh, but from time to time, it's nice to dip your toe in there because it is a, it's a magical place. A long time since I went there, yeah. Wow. Well, as we were chatting about it, it turns out, producer Amanda, you were there at the weekend. Yes. Which is a very not a good time to go Ooh, to Camden Market. Just judging by the tube station alone, it's a stick. It? It's yeah. Ramo, but as I say, a kind of around, on a Tuesday around eleven fifteen when it's, it's slightly time. drizzly, yeah. it's perfect Camden Market, um, where you can of course um, feast your eyes on something they still sell there and have done since I well since I've been going in the nineteen nineties, um, hemp hoodies. Oh, hemp hoodies, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I used to own a hemp hoodie back in my teenage years. I think right. Amanda did oh. in, in Warminster. I used to sell them at Glastonbury Festival. <laughs> oh, yeah, and every yeah. time a happy that customer would walk away, I'd just think, what have you bought that for? You look ridiculous. <laughs> but they were the height of, well, they were sort of cool, I think. I'm not the well. height. Back in the uh, <laughs> mid-90s. Yeah. 
Early 90s. But they're still selling them, man. Good. Hand over fist. People from Germany hemp and Japan hoodies, are flocking yeah. to Camden Market to Love get their it. hemp hoodie. Hemp hoodies and uh, oh, all sorts of stuff down at Camden Market. It's a yeah. great place. And you've come back with something special, haven't you? <laughs> Which I thought you'd all appreciate. Which but all you've done is to quote you back at you, have a little dig. Um, quite, quite taken aback by this. What you found on um, Camden Market, Dave, uh, uh, in amongst the joysticks, uh, was a lavender organic hand sanitizer. There you go. You're welcome. Certified fair trade uh, using 62% organic alcohol water, which is great. When I get my alcohol water, I want it to be 100% organic (laughs) and fair trade. And it's a hand sanitizer. It smells of lavender. I mean, it's lovely. It's a a very nice smell. Just wonder what's happened to that young man oh, from Charlton. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Going out buying organic hand sanitizer. Well, I was there and I wanted to get something. As I say, I don't go very often anymore, so I wanted to get like a souvenir. And since we had the outbreak of conjunctivitis in the show, uh, I know we've been yeah. using this quite a lot, so I thought I'd get something a bit, a bit swanky. Oh, we've got the cleanest hands in radio right now. <laughs> yes, we have. Dave Berry. Now, I'm going to ask you um, some probing questions about people that you have worked with in the past and currently work and tour with now. Are you okay with that? Absolutely. Let's get to know who these people are. So my first scenario is from your bandmates, and I'm going to go for your brother and Tomo. Who is the most likely to strip off at a party and jump in the pool? Wow. Um, (laughs) We're actually the complete opposite of that. So I'd have to say no one. Okay. Our tour is so boring after the show. Uh, I mean, I end up, I just work till four or five in the morning. I'm on the computer doing emails or I'm editing or we're, we're, we're doing something. Right. Uh, uh, and it's pretty quiet and okay. tame. Uh, there's no drinking and partying that goes on. The craziest moment of the night for us is on the stage. Right. So you do it all on stage and then yes. you get down to some good old fun admin. <laughs> yes. And uh, afterwards, I'm just, I'm so worked, yeah. so spent. We leave everything on the stage. But the amount of time, you, the amount of years you guys have been together, you've earned the right to, to, to become, become that, haven't you? Yeah, to be boring. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but I think as well, it's good just to save your energy. The shows are so big there's yeah. so much energy at the concert uh that I, I i try to stay as quiet as possible okay. throughout the rest of the day yeah. before and after okay now that, that seems wise um in 1999 you started fight club alongside edward norton and brad pitt out of the three of you who would make the best president of the united states of america well that's a good question i think um it might be interesting to see a, a, a pitt norton presidency <laughs> oh combo Yes. Yeah. 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 Get him uh, on the ticket. Okay. Yeah, because they're both really, I mean, Brad is a really, he's this, the nicest guy you could ever imagine. He's got just a, an incredibly warm energy and, uh, and Ed is fantastic too. And he's, he's so smart. Yeah. Um, and he's, he seems to be really analytical, uh, uh, but the, the the two of them, I think, would make an interesting ticket. I like that. That's great. Um, the much-anticipated and brilliant Blade Runner 2049 was released last year with yourself, Ryan Gosling, Harrison Ford. Um, there's a body in the trunk of the car, and you can only call one of these people for help. Who's it going to be? It would probably be Harrison Ford. <laughs> He's yeah. probably buried a couple of bodies. I mean, he's kind of a badass. Yeah, he's he, a real life badass. Isn't he's he? a real life badass. I mean, he is a tough mother, and uh, I mean, I can't believe. I think he's seventy-two or yeah, something. He's, he's in better shape than I am. Yeah, I mean, he really is. He's like just he's jacked. He's so much muscle. He's really strong. And uh, just an awesome guy. Oh, I love that. That's that's brilliant. Um, 2016 saw you star uh, as the Joker in the Brilliant Suicide Squad. Uh, Will Smith, Margot Robbie, and Joel Kinnaman. Um, if you had to wear one of those people's clothes for an entire month, both on stage and in your own personal life, who would you choose? I mean, I would probably choose uh, Margot. Okay. She's got such great taste. She's stylish. Yes. Yeah. She is. Okay. She's very stylish. Okay. I think you could rock that. Yeah. Um, you get the flu, sadly. You can't do a 30 seconds to Mars gig, but you don't want to disappoint the crowd because there will be a riot. One of these people have to fill in for you as front person Angelina Jolie, Margot Robbie, or Brad Pitt. God, you really love Brad. <laughs> um, 
I think Angelina would be great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she'd be a great front woman. I'd like to see that. So the answers so. to these have been fantastic, Jared. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, now, before we let you go, um, you're going to have to appease me, someone I call the radio god. Of course. That is Dave Berry. And it involves sure. this, this cornerstone of UK society. This, Jared Leto, is the Argos catalogue. Oh, wow. Okay. Look at that. That's a hefty yeah. book. I mean, that weighs more than the Bible. I think. <laughs> it's a heavy tome. Um, wow. What I'd like you to do is I'm going to play a song, and you've got the duration of that song to pick me something from there for $24.99 or less. Oh. And if I like what you choose, I shall plug all of your things. Oh, great. To let you know where we're at, Jeff Goldblum bought me a deep fat fryer. Christoph Waltz got me an ironing board cover, and Jack Black bought me a fold-up bike. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> a fold-up bike for less than how much? Well, I let him off the hook, to be okay. honest. Yeah, I he's quite gonna... a formidable character. And just to let you know, plot spoiler, I'll probably do the same for okay. you, Jared. It was, um, uh... Okay, so you get leafing through that. Here we okay, go. Okay, I'm going to start. The Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. Well, we thought we'd wait until the power hour so we can do this properly. We owe an apology, um, and this apology dates back to Friday's show. It was oh, yeah. the jukebox edition of the show where you pick all of the songs. We do that every single Friday. We'll do that again this coming Friday. And, and our apology starts with this. And our next request here on the jukebox um, comes from someone we're all rather scared of. She's barged her way into the building. <laughs> She tackled security to the ground and, and m- m- made her way up to the studio. It's it's Isabel. Hello, Isabel. Hi. <laughs> uh, Isabel, you're you're Harold. You're 25. Ten. Ten. You're ten years old, uh, and your daddy is Tim, who works yeah. in Absolute Radio. So that's the lovely Isabel there, mm. as I say, daughter of main music man Tim. Um, now. Isabel came on. We talked about the bassoon uh, that she yeah. plays in the orchestra. Yeah. We talked about her using office equipment to photocopy personal things. Yeah. Um, we just generally had a light-hearted <laughs> chat like you'd expect on the show. Um, and then we took a request from her, which was George Ezra's brand new one, Paradise. That's her favourite song at the moment. As I say, it was the jukebox, so we played it for her. And when we came back from the song and I put the microphones up, well, this happened. Your way. Mine's playing adverts. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> Thanks, Isabel. Uh, great having you on the show. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll delve deep into studio etiquette um, during the ad break. Uh, but, you, you know, you're right in a way. Uh, when we return, uh, more of your requests on the jukebox on a primal scream, the killers and the water boys. Um, have you had fun being in the studio today? Yeah. Great, great. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, you know, Isabel brought up the fact, why, why are you playing adverts? <laughs> yeah. She just said it out blunt, wasn't it? Yeah, it was so yeah. blunt. Um, now, this is where we owe the apology. Isabel, who is 10 years of age and such a smart, sweet young girl, wasn't she, Matt? Yeah, yeah, very bright as well. Well, it turns out she did the whole chat with us about orchestra, about being in the orchestra and her passion for music and everything else whilst listening to the output of Absolute Radio 90s yes, through her headphones. That's what it was. That's why she could hear adverts playing when you were about to talk and she was like, why are you playing adverts? Yeah, and she she had she held a whole conversation with me on live national radio whilst listening it's amazing, to, to an advert really, for Wix. Yeah, it's amazing that she could do she it. Lip, she lip-read it. She was lip-reading you <laughs> and responding after working out what you were talking about. It's quite amazing. Well, as you can imagine, once we'd figured that out, which we only did yesterday, I felt a little bit guilty for talking to her about studio etiquette. Yeah, so yeah, as exactly. way of an apology, Isabel, it was lovely meeting you. This is for you. Dave Barry, right this instant. On Absolute Radio. Producer Dave just turned to me and said, well, I don't think we can class it as singing. Just trying to have some fun with the stereophonics, mate. That really cut, that really hurt. Uh, That's taken a tumble here on the Dave Barry Show on Absolute Radio, where, look, the Dice Man cometh. How are you feeling today, Dice Man? I'm feeling great. About to change some lives, my friends. Ready to roll, ready to toss this die Okay. on the desk of destiny. Before you do, let's get the T's and C's, shall we? Yes. Listeners are responsible for their own choices. It's just a silly radio feature that should not be taken seriously in any way. Absolute radio and bound media will not be held accountable for any rush decisions made on the roll of the dice. Dice Dice Man. Dice Man, toss for me, says Han. Okay. Shall I give up being a teacher or reply to a new school? Oh, so it's a career change or career, just move. I mean, obviously, we, we value all of our teachers greatly. Um, so, evens, Han, school's out for the summer, yeah. or odds, it's a first day at a new school very soon. Okay, here we go. Thank you. It's a four. 
It's four. It's even. School's out for the summer. Go and do something else. Yeah. Try and find something just as rewarding, Han. We wish you all the best for the future. Dave and the Dice Man, we are currently sat in front of the computer waiting for you to start this item. And we're going to book our summer trip. But oh. to where? It is either... Argentina or Miami, so North America or South America. Evens, you're going to Argentina. Odds, you're going to Miami, and that's from Sam and Sam. And they say, yes, it is unfortunate, but we've been together for six years now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Sam and Sam. Sam, Sam. Evens, Argentina, odds, Miami. Let's roll. It's a three. It's a three. It's odd. Odds. You're going to Miami. Yeah. Have some fun there, Sam and That's Sam. Uh, you couldn't really lose there, could you? Um, we've got one about Bush, I believe. Is that right? Uh, yeah, this is from Edward on Twitter, okay. who says, Should I unfollow Andy Bush as he never replies to my tweets? If he yeah. does reply to your tweet, though, to be fair, it's normally just abuse. It is. He's normally threatening <laughs> to do something horrible. So, do to you it. really want yeah. that? Is? That's the big question. It's a blessing. <laughs> But yeah, to unfollow or to not unfollow, that is the question. Okay, so let's go for odds, carry on following, <laughs> evens, you're unfollowing. <laughs> it's a four. <laughs> unfollow. Unfollowing. But as I say, if he's not replying to you, it means he likes you, Edward. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's worth bearing yeah. that in mind. Um, so if you would like Matt to toss for you, then let us know the dilemma and the two possible outcomes at 8, 12, 15. Make sure you include your names to get the recognition you deserve. Or, of course, you can tweet us at Absolute Radio. And whilst you ponder, I shall play. It is time for AC DC. Dave Berry, taking care of business. Absolute Radio. That's Blondie, Heart of Glass here on the Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio, where the Dice Man is back. Dear Matt, the Dice Man Dyson, this is from Tom and Ian. I'm going to Brentford versus Sheffield United tomorrow. One ticket is with the Brentford home fans and one with the Sheffield United fans. I'm a Sheffield United fan, but it's my uncle's birthday. Do I let him have fun with the mighty red and white army, or do I have the fun and let him sit with the home fans quietly? Oh, <laughs> that's tough, isn't it? Okay, so it's a lovely away stand that at Griffin Park. Yeah, it's still terracing, but yeah. It's oh, nice. that's yeah. nice. I didn't know that. That's yeah. great. Um, evens home with the Brentford fans. Odds away with the mighty blades. Okay, here, here we, we go. go. It's a two. It's a two. It's evens. He's with the Brentford fans. Oh, Happy oh, birthday, my lovable unky. <laughs> <laughs> Don't celebrate when there's a goal. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Just remember not to... Oh, I've been there. Yeah, oh, it's horrible, good. isn't it? Right. Uh, hi, Dave and the Dice Man. I need a bit of help. Should I spend a wedge of cash on an ex-mobile library or should I be sensible and pay off some debts? Now, when what? that came through to us on the text machine from Bryony in Cambridgeshire, we decided that we should give her a call. Good evening to you, Bryony. Good evening, Matt. Good evening, Dave. Hello. Hello. Hi, Lovely hi. having you on the show. Um, so, what the hell's going on, Bryony? <laughs> Why do you want this library? <laughs> Okay, so I always used to think I wanted a 1977 detail. Obviously, that's about 20 years before I was born, so yeah. Um, But then I came across um, a mobile library online, and I'm obsessed. I want one. <laughs> oh, what, what would you would you repurpose it, or would you start driving around the neighbourhood with some books on display? What's the plan? Yeah, maybe like tease them with the books, drive around with them in the background, then drive off as they get close. <laughs> oh, so you'd offer the gift of, of education, one of the greatest things you can give, and, and then just run away? Snatch it away. Give them exercise instead. Yes, yeah, yeah. give them oh, some wow. exercise. Yeah, okay. Deal with the obesity epidemic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, uh, Bryony, we are going to toss for you. Um, odds you're so going to be the owner of an ex mobile <laughs> library, which you're going to use to bait children into running to combat the obesity crisis. Crisis that has engulfed wow. the UK. Uh, evens, you're going to pay off some debts. So <sighs> what have we got? We got um, odds is the library. Evens is the debts. Good luck. Come on odds. <laughs> Come on odds. <laughs> it's a five. Yeah! Yeah! Oh, yes. oh, my husband will be mad. <laughs> I, I feel like Oprah. You're getting an ex-mobile library. Yeah. Wow. Um, this hey, is such good news. Come along to Golden Square in the mobile library one time when you get it. We do. We, try. we look forward to running after you because you've got a copy of the Gruffalo. Um, do you know what we're going to do, Bryony? Because you've been so brilliant. We're so pleased for you. We're going to send you a Dave Berry Show yes. car air freshener to hang from the rear view mirror of your brand new slash ex-mobile library. Oh, yeah. How are you feeling about that? 
Oh, that's, I don't need the book, so we're going to run for the air. <laughs> amazing. Uh, Bryony, thank you for being amazing. Give it up for Bryony, everybody. Yeah, they'll you coming. <laughs> the Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. Time to talk about what is a blossoming bromance between uh, one of our very own stable mates, Ben Burrell, and, well, Kasabian Behemoth. Surge, oh. um, because on Saturday night, um, Kasabian played at the Royal Albert Hall, a very special venue, a very mm-hmm. special live band, and for a very special cause as well for the Teenage Cancer Trust. If you want to, you feel inclined to, if you text the word NURSE to 70500, you can donate £5 to that wonderful cause. There are so many inspirational people there and videos as well. And as I say, the band, as always, were fantastic. Matt, you were nailed on to come with me. I know. Who let you down? My trains let me down again. <sighs> had a tough time of recent, haven't you? Yeah. But we've let it go. We've already let, let it, go. it go. And this will definitely put a smile on your face. This is Ben Burrell meets Surge. Right now, I'm backstage at the Royal Albert Hall, and Surge from Kasabian is with me. Surge, hello. Hello, mate. I usually, for my interviews, try and like break the ice a little bit okay. and, and make things a little bit more relaxed by offering the guests a drink. I've got I've got different varieties. Okay. For you. This might tickle your fancy. Uh, a little bit of uh, Gordon's gin and tonic. Oh wow, that's a real drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All it is, I've got it down to fine art 30 minutes before the show. Okay, well. But, you know, I'm willing to... Um, going to break that rule for us? Yeah, why not? not? I'll have a go on um, some of that. So gin and tonic or a Disserano sour? <laughs> oh, f- I'll have one of them. <laughs> we'll have a little sip and tell us what you think. It's not bad, you know. Thanks, man. That's all right. Good, ice broken, I feel. Oh. So, obviously, Royal Albert Hall tonight. Is, is this the classiest place you played? I know you play the Opera House in Sydney, but this must top that, surely? Yeah, this this is um, an antique. You can see in the boxes and stuff. People, you know, they're not they're not got the little binoculars out there. Sort of <laughs> crazy. Um, speaking of gigs, you're headlining Isle of Wight this year. Yeah, um, which is really exciting. Talk us through. Have you got any Isle of Wight memories? Do you know what? The last time we played, we headlined on Sunday night, and it rained, and everyone was just like, "Man, it's raining," and we're just done. <laughs> so we have unfinished business. Oh, so you're going so back to prove. We cannot wait to to play. But I do remember we. Um, Booked a boat to take us back. We thought it was like oh, yeah, showbiz, not, not the ferry. Well, you say that, right? Uh-oh. The entourage is always ridiculous. It's not like makeup artists and, and no, stylists, no, it's mates. just lunatics. <laughs> so we get like 500 people on this boat, and it's the worst weather. Sort of when when the boat goes one way, we're all walking. It was it was oh. bad. And that was on the way back. On the way back. Oh, so you don't want that. A few of us nearly went overboard. <laughs> in there. Let's finish by asking you uh, some questions you've hopefully never been asked before. Okay. Question number one: Who do you think would win in a game of chess between you and Tom? I'd say me, only because I know how to move the pieces. So it it'd just be you. me explaining <laughs> where the, where the castle goes. Uh, question number two: um, What's the biggest animal do you think you could beat in a wrestle? Uh, that's a good question. I'd have a good crack at a Shetland pony as Oh, well. wow. Maybe I'd take a few hits, but I think in the end, just, just through sheer force, I'd, I'd do it in. Okay, final question you've never asked before. <laughs> Greatest condiment? My friend, really good friend, used to say that food is merely a vehicle for sauce. He's, so a, he's a wise man. Stand by that. It's called El Yucatico Salsa Picante de Green Chili Habanero Sauce. <sighs> it's outrageous. That is Serge's favourite condiment. I think we've learned so much about you. Thank you very much, mate. Thanks, mate. Oh, wow. how wonderful is that? Lovely Backstage stuff. at the Royal Albert Hall. And I've, learned that I've got something in common with Serge. We both start drinking 30 minutes before the show, which is, <laughs> <laughs> which is wonderful. Um, but the bromance between Ben and Serge is real. This is a tiny outtake. So the interview had finished, and apparently Serge leant over, and, and this happened. That was wonderful. You've got a lovely manner. <laughs> Thanks. Oh. That was wonderful. You have a lovely manner. Lovely manner. <laughs> to which Ben went, like we all would. <laughs> oh, shut up, Serge. <laughs> anyway, we're going to be talking to Ben. We're going to give him a little tinkle and find out what happened and how he felt about that comment from Serge that's coming next. Dave Barry, right this instant. On Absolute Radio. Joining us right now is Ben Burrell. Good evening, Ben. Evening, gentlemen. Mate, lovely having you on the show. Thank you for taking the time to talk to us because we are so excited about the blossoming friendship between you and Serge from Kasabian. How how does it feel to have a, a rock god as your mate? Um, actually, I just I was just before I started, I meant to mention to you that um, we've got to make this quick because me and Serge are about to go on a mini break together. <laughs> no big deal, guys. No big deal. <laughs> You're going to take in the canals of Norfolk like you've always dreamed. 
well, you know us, Dave. Um, let me, let's just replay the moment. So this, the interview had finished, a great interview, by the way, Ben, and then this happened. That was wonderful. You've got a lovely man on. <laughs> <laughs> so, in all the years I've been doing this, no one's ever said, you've got a lovely man. Or I've had, oh, that was fun, or something yeah. like that. But uh, did he put his hand, did he place his hand on your knee at this point, Ben? Let me just paint you a picture Please of my don't. imagination brush. Um, so, backstage of the Royal Albert Hall, it's quite an intimate affair. Um, it was a, a dimly lit room, leather clad. There was lots of leather sofas everywhere. Yeah. Uh, there was the, the smell of burning incense, which was um, lovely. And um, it was quite an intimate uh, setting. You know, me and Serge were very close together on the settee. And he literally did touch my leg and make an uncomfortable amount of eye contact when he said those words. Um, so... I'm I'm pretty sure it's a pass to me, and I'm I'm taking it that way. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, and what what was your uh, reaction to it? Right, let me just play it one more time for everyone. That was wonderful. You've got a lovely man on. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, giggly schoolgirl Ben Burrell. Yeah. I didn't know what to say. I had some confusing feelings and I was just going with them. Asking yourselves questions you never thought you would. Yeah, I know, I know what you mean, man. I know what you mean. Listen, Ben, uh, I know that you're in for Bush this coming Friday. A great interview and thanks for taking the time to talk to us. Give it up for our very own Ben Burrell. There he is. Thanks, Ben. Cheers, mate. Thank you. The Dave Berry Show. On Absolute Radio. Oh, I think you may need a fridge, man. Look at this. Every time you walk into your house, you see a blue or a red refrigerator. Okay, is it's, that... it's way over budget. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take another look. Okay, Let's take another look. We'll, we'll, we'll remember the refrigerator. Yeah. But it's yeah. it's just it's just the short three hundred and twenty five pounds over budget. I was gonna get you a baby doll, but <laughs> <laughs> I love it when you call me that. <laughs> This is Dave Show on Absolute Radio. Uh, Jared Leto's with me. Come okay, on. come on, sixty-nine. We can, we can, we can stretch it a little bit. We're stretching to sixty-nine pounds. Fifty-nine. Fifty-nine. What are we getting? Fifty-nine pounds. You're going to get a drone. Thank you. Yeah, a drone. <laughs> a streaming drone, uh, HD video to smart device, uh, a Sky Viper streaming drone. Oh, the Sky Viper. That yeah. does look good. And then for, you know, this segment or in the future, you can have the drone uh, be filming. Just you hovering. Want. Just hovering right here. I love it. It's way over budget, but I do love it. And it's cheaper than I'm the fridge you wanted in. to buy me. I'm happy to chip in. It's, it's, there's one right here that, that it's, it says 59 uh, pounds. And you'll just make up the rest? Yeah, I'll make up the rest. What a legend. You deserve it. Th- thank you, Jared. Uh, thank you very much indeed for being such Unless a wonderful guest. you want a guest. nose hair trimmer. No, I've got one. Okay, got it. <laughs> you know me too well. Um, the album America is going to be out on April the 6th. You can download and buy the brand new single Dangerous Nights right now. We're very much looking forward to seeing a day in the life of America. Jared Leto, thank you very much indeed for coming in. Jared, everybody. Thank you, Jared. Thank you. The Dave Berry Show. On the way into the studios, I bumped into our very own Pete Donaldson. Um, he's oh. such a snappy dresser. Was he in Camden Town as well? No, no, he was just round the corner here. We bumped into each other, so we, we stopped for a quick chin wag. Um, and it turns out that he's not only a snappy dresser, but the king of self-improvement. Because uh. Pete declared to me, I said, oh, what are you up to now? Uh, and he's off to the gym, so he's going to improve himself physically. Yeah. And then, and I quote, he's off to do a bit of Japanese homework, which he assured me was not a euphemism. Um, he's going to continue to improve his mind by learning Japanese. Ah, uh, yeah, great. Well, he's, he's there pretty much four or five times a year, so he might as well learn the lang- language. We're only three months away from his whole radio show being in Japanese, I think. Yeah, 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 that's true. Um, it's going to happen. So, he's basically, he's better than all of us, isn't he? Um, he and I was, and quite I, impressive, I yeah. came into the studios, I saw Matt and producer Randall, I was like, you know, Pete's off to the gym, then he's going to do some Japanese homework. I need uh, to be more Pete, because yeah. I'm not doing anything. No. I'm just buying, like... You're not an evening class kind of guy, though, surely, <laughs> no. yeah. I can't imagine Dave go, Dave Berry going to evening classes. No, I want to be. I want to be that guy. I want to be more Pete. You what, tell everyone what you described uh, as part of this conversation as I uh, quote a cult. <laughs> uh, well, I went to learn how to do scuba diving. <laughs> At a baths, some swimming baths in Nottingham. Right. And I went a few times, and like it was all right, you know, like you're underwater using the breathing apparatus and that, but it was the people there, they were a bit sort of, uh, you know, they, it was like a bit of a cult. Right. It was all like, oh, yeah, let's all get together at the weekends and go and dive in this lake nearby. And uh, I was just... You just like, hated them straight away, into you? it. Yeah, they sort of put me off, unfortunately. What, because they wanted to hook up and meet yeah, up? Yeah, yeah, it was all-consuming. All Cross-pollinate want... other interests yeah, around yeah, scuba exactly, diving. Yeah, I just want to go there, get my paddy certificate, get... Yeah. 
yeah. now. Okay. But it wasn't to me. <laughs> I want to get in the sea. <laughs> so, I want to call it a day. So I haven't improved myself in terms of scuba diving, but I still want to. Right, okay. Well, that's we, we, with all this in mind and this new Pete Donaldson that I didn't even know existed, hashtag be more Pete is what we're quite keen to get trending on Twitter. Um, so tell us the things that you've never attempted because I swore to myself that I would be a black belt in karate. Oh, Something yeah. I'm very pleased to say producer Amanda has achieved. She is, yeah, yeah. Always in the dojo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I've never attempted it and it's been 20 years now. So 1988, I said to myself, it's about <laughs> yeah. time I learned to be a black yeah, belt in karate. Yeah, yeah. Inspired of course, as many people were by Karate Kid. Obviously, yeah, yeah. Uh, But it's never happened. So the things you've never attempted or the things you've attempted with a pitiful level of commitment um, because yeah. Matt obviously went to learn to scuba dive, got in a swimming pool in Nottingham, looked around, realised he didn't like anybody there, got in his car and left. Yeah. Well, no, Still wearing his wetsuit and flippers. Often it's a few lessons. Like my brother did taekwondo for a while around okay. that sort of karate kid era. Okay. He did about three lessons, comes home preaching about it and then gives up. And then he gives up. Loses interest. That's the thing, to not lose interest. I feel the same about cooking. I've wanted to be a person on my epic gardening leave I'd be mm. listening to Absolute Radio and I'd be like I want to be that guy who's preparing dinner yeah, you yeah. know my partner's at work I had all this time off so I wanted to be I wanted to have the big glass of red wine on the side I wanted to yeah. be chopping the pepper I wanted to be loving it I don't love it you don't cut like to two it. minutes later I'm like yeah chicken gel fraser yeah. <laughs> and mushroom rice just one mushroom rice yeah. this time thank you mate okay see you in a bit wow, yeah, yeah just you know so never attempted or attempted with a pitiful level of commitment use the hashtag be more Pete the Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. Good evening, it's the Dave Berry Show at Absolute Radio. Please welcome, he is back again, the face of Sky Cinema, friend to the stars, and me, Alex Zane, everyone. Thank you very much. Again. Good to see you again, Al. Uh, so, last week, uh, we had a little look at Lego Batman movie. We did. Um, and now, we're going to take a look at Logan, which That's is right. available on Sky Cinema. There are certain... Um, cultural references that come along every now and again that make me stop and look around and become aware of the fact that time is passing us by. Mm -hmm. uh, one was uh, the other day when a football commentator described Wayne Rooney as veteran striker. <laughs> and I went, oh! Uh, the other one was Ooh. when Damon Alburn became 50 years of age. What? Yes, that happened. Did not know that. Yes. Um, and last, well, Britney Spears being 30, that's like, when that happened. <laughs> and, but more importantly, um, Wolverine... Mm. Being an old man. Yeah. He's been playing the role for 17 wow. years. This is his ninth time as Wolverine. And uh, obviously it's called Logan this time because they used up every iteration <laughs> of Wolverine. There was X-Men Origins Wolverine. Yeah. Less said about that, the better. Then there was the Wolverine. And now Logan. And you've got to be glad that his character's name is actually quite a cool name. It would be terrible yeah. if he'd been called Simon <laughs> or Greg. What are you going to go see this weekend? We're going to see Greg. <laughs> but it's, um, it's not just the best Wolverine movie. It is hands down one of the best superhero movies of all time in my opinion. I think it's absolutely excellent. And it's kind of a mixed blessing because it's his final time playing Wolverine. He did indicate that he may come back if there's a Deadpool Wolverine crossover movie. Oh, wow. But I think this is this is the end for Hugh Jackman. So nice that he gets to go out on what is a brilliant film. But having watched him in this, you almost want to see him play it again. Yeah, it's a very touching film in places as well, isn't it? Not what you expect from the kind of blockbuster genre that, that Wolverine's come from. Right, I mean, the scenes that he shares with Patrick Stewart oh. are just so... You can't fake goose pimples. You've got goosebumps. There you go. You've got goosebumps, and you do, and you have that. And also, I mean, apparently Hugh Jackman took a pay cut to make sure it was an R-rated movie. So for the first time, we get to see Wolverine in full berserker rage and actually have some blood. Because for a man whose weapon is adamantium claws, every other movie has been surprisingly lacking in that. What's an adamant claws? <laughs> Prince Charming. Yeah, tiny little adamants spring out of his fingers and uh, sing Stand and Deliver. Um, right, listen, Logan, uh, well, I mean, you, you're listening to this to get Alex's recommendation, and I think that's exactly what you've got. It's available on Sky Cinema. People should watch that movie Absolutely. if they haven't already seen it or, you know, enjoy it again. Dave Barry, right this instant. Frankie Goes to Hollywood, Two Tribes on the Dave Barry Show here on Absolute Radio. Good afternoon. It's just gone 10 to 5. And we are, well, we're paying homage to Pete Donaldson. 
snappy dresser and someone who is the king of self-improvement after he divulged to me that even though he kind of he could have gone drinking he could have gone for a bite to eat he could have just gone and chilled out in a cinema he's actually going to the gym and then he's going to finish off his Japanese homework wow yeah and we've all attempted to want to self-improve over the years and we've given it a go but then we've got there and we've thought no, mm. no, no, no. What am I doing here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's going Doesn't on? Doesn't feel right. This isn't, mm, is this me? No. <laughs> uh, thank oh, you so... Oh, I just can't be bothered. I can't... I can't actually be bothered with this. I can't be bothered with this. I've lost the impetus this. I had. Why am it I doing like this? a good idea. I really convinced myself I was going to do this, but no. Why have I booked this in for a Saturday? <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. my day off. Exactly Why am I here that. now in the evening yeah. with these strangers? Be more Pete. Hashtag. To avoid it. Be more Pete. Hashtag do more Donaldson. Come on. You can do it, people. Dave and Matt, I played snooker with a friend twice. Thought, <laughs> this is all right. Oh, yeah. Walked myself a queue for 80 quid. <laughs> Never played again. Oh. Queue is in the loft. Oh. The loft gets a lot of mentions in yeah, your texts and tweets yeah, when it comes it. to the stuff it's, you've it's attempted. It's always there as a reminder. <laughs> um, Ian in the Wirral, lads. Great show, lads. No, thank you, Ian. Hashtag be more Pete. Hi, cool. Dave and Matt. When I was in my teens, I wanted to learn Spanish. Bought all the CDs and books I could find. My family said, you're mad. You can barely speak English. I showed them. Anyway, bye for now, lads. Or as they say in Spanish, hola. Oh. And that's from Sam in Sheffield. Hashtag speak will be. He picked some of it up. That's good, isn't it? <laughs> Gracias, Sam. Um... Here's one. Hi, hi, Dave and Matt. Uh, I attended a spin class, believing it was the beginner's level. Ooh. But boy, was I wrong. Yeah. Turning up to the class, I could see I was amongst some Sunday afternoon cycling pros. As fair to say, I lasted 15 minutes before I became a wheezing mess and then chucked up my water on the gravel outside oh. the leisure centre. Oh. Never again, says Matt in West Morling. Oh, Matt, you had my That's, deepest sympathies. Yeah, spin classes are intense. I joined, I joined a five... I joined an indoor football team oh, with yeah, a place yeah. I was working yeah. at. And the first time I went, I I, I, I don't want to say these things, you know, yeah. some people are having their tea, but I vomited. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was chilli con carne and rice. Oh, no. And oh, uh, too much the captain came over. <laughs> I know, but the, the, the point of the story yeah. is the captain right, came yeah. over and he said, I said, have a light pre-match meal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was like, just pointing at my wow. chilli. Chilli. Yeah. Mm, <laughs> <laughs> David Matt bought a guitar to learn, picked it up three times. Now, and everyone, play along at home, guess where it lives? In the, in the loft! loft. Yeah. <laughs> Whilst I stand happily in my living room playing Guitar Hero, hashtag Be More Pete, and that one's from Scott on Twitter. Thank you all so much for sharing your stories. The Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. Alex Zane is still with me, raring to get down to business when it comes to the movie tagline quiz. Last week, I think you got you got two out of three. Two out of three. And you got one bonus point for the year. Of Jurassic Park. That was right. Which was? 1993. There it was. Everything was Jurassic Park in 1993. Yep. I remember being on holiday in the Isle of Wight, and the restaurant was selling a steak. Uh, it was the Jurassic Park steak. <laughs> and it was just a normal steak, but it was three pounds more. <laughs> uh, right, so here we go. There are 3.7 trillion fish in the ocean. They're looking for one. Oh, that's uh, that's quite an easy one, I think. I'm going to go with Jaws. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo. It is Finding Nemo. Um, as you know, Al, because you were there, I recently got married. Yep. Uh, my wife doesn't like Finding Nemo. <laughs> well, yeah, what do we... This isn't going to last. I didn't find this out until afterwards. <laughs> I mean, that's just weird. Look at producer Amanda's face. Yeah, this should be your first question. <laughs> should I mean... Will you marry... Hang on a second. Do you like Finding Nemo? Yeah. It's earlier than I thought, actually. I think it's 2000 and... I'm going to go with four. 2003. Um, Of course, something else very special happened in 2003. That's what? We met. Oh, was it? Yeah. It wasn't. It was 2002. I'm upset. Oh, Oh. Check in, unpack, relax, take a shower. Oh, that's going to be psycho. Yes, it is. Well done, my friend. You're doing good. This is two out of three so far. Year? 1966. 1960. Um, OK. The longer you wait, the harder it gets. Oh, my gosh. The longer you wait, the harder it gets. 
Um, well, ignoring any kind of inappropriate punt that we could do on what sort of movie. <laughs> don't, don't do that, yeah. No, nope. um, I genuinely, I don't know. The okay, I'll give you a clue, because you're doing so well. Stars Steve Carell, it's got a famous waxing scene in it. Oh, the 40-year-old virgin. Yes. Yes. Yeah? Uh, I think that was 2000 and, I'm going to say, 11. 2005. Was it really? I know, it's incredible, isn't it? Oh my god, I feel like the Nazi at the end of The Last Crusade who ages really quickly. Please don't say the word Nazi on my radio show. (laughs) (laughs) But well done, I bring it back to Indiana Jones, which you know is one of my favourite movie franchises. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen from Sky Cinema, my friend and now yours, Alex Zane. Thank you. Thank you. The Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. Yes, a tradesperson to the stars. And joining us tonight, we have Luke. Good evening, Luke. Hi, how's it going? Very good, my friend. And how are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Lovely. Well, thanks for taking the time to talk to us. We're very excited about the story that's going to unfold. Uh, So before we begin, your name is Luke. We've established that. What is your trade? I'm an automation gate engineer. So, yeah, gates, barriers. So the electronic ones, the swanky ones. Yeah. That's it, yeah. High end. Okay, so we know that we've already had biggins on the show, so you didn't do the electric gates for biggins. Um, So would you like to tell us which star you have plied your trade for? Sir Michael Caine. Oh, Sir Michael Caine! Of course he's got an electric fence. I expect no less. Luke is keeping Sir Michael Caine safe behind the electric gates that he's installed. He is Whoa. the British icon protector. Yeah. And he's on the show. Um, so, Luke, did you get to meet the great man himself? I did, yeah. Oh, wow. So what happened? So, basically, I went into the office in the morning as a normal day, uh, picked up my jobs and my parts, and they said, oh, you've got a job at Sir Michael Caine's house today. <laughs> Or taken back no, straight away. Right, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know, they, they said, it's all right, you know, we don't have any dealings with him. It's uh, He's got an estates guy and does sort of security and stuff. Uh, so you'll deal with him. Got to site, rang the uh, the number at the gate. Um, it says, you know, call this number for deliveries. And the guy answered and said, yeah, I'm really sorry, I'm not there today. He said, uh, if, you, if you phone up the intercom, then the maid should be there doing the cleaning. Um, and she'll let you in. The maid. So I phoned the intercom. <laughs> yeah. No answer on the intercom. I thought, I'll give it a minute or so. So I left it a minute. Rang again. And there was an answer, but it wasn't a maid. It was uh, Michael Caine. Oh, what? So, yeah, really sort of taken back there. Did you recognise his speaking voice instantly? Was that what? (laughs) You're only supposed to install the electric gates. (laughs) 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 So, uh, yeah, yeah. He said, uh, you know, I'll just buzz you in. And uh, as the gates opened, I started driving down the driveway. And he came sort of walking out the house. Oh, what was he wearing? Can you remember what he was wearing? I want to know what he was wearing. Just, uh, I think it was a white sort of checkered shirt and yeah. a pair of uh, chinos. Just, oh, he's just casual. Yeah. He's just busting the chinos yeah. out. Oh, yeah. why not? He is. <laughs> um, so you drive up and you get out and you explain who you are and what you're there to do and what, what happens after that? Well, he said, oh, do you want a, do you want a cup of tea or anything? So, uh, yeah, I offered us a brew. It was a bit warm in the summertime, so I sort of declined oh. and uh, just cracked on with the job. And he, he came out a little while later. He said, look, I've got to take a, quite a long phone call. He said, uh, I'll leave the front door open. If you just come down, walk in and give us a shout, just come into the land and call me and I'll come and sort the paperwork out. I love so, that he was uh, keeping yeah. you up to speed with what he was doing that day. Oh. I've yeah, got yeah. to make a long phone call. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, so normally, <laughs> we finish this item by saying, did he offer to make you a cup of tea? Mm. But in a unique twist, Sir Michael Caine did offer to make you a cup of tea and you turned it down. Yeah. And there was no cold alternative, because you said it was a hot day. Didn't go, do you want a can of pop or anything like that? I was offered a water, but I normally normally got a can of Red Bull on the go. (laughs) It's just casual. It's just casual. No, you're okay. Thank you, Sir Michael. I've got a Red Bull in the van. Don't you worry about that. This isn't my first rodeo either. Um, Not a lot of people drink, Matt. That's it. I think we've exhausted the impression. (laughs) (laughs) All of his catchphrases. Um, Luke, it's been an absolute joy having you on the show. Thank you once again. We'll send you a Dave Berry show car air freshener. And uh, once again, what a great story. Give it up for Luke, everybody. Thanks, guys. Luke, what do we do when we fall over next to the electric gates? We pick ourselves up again. There, we don't exhausted all the impressions <laughs> now. Dave Berry, not making a big deal out of it. It's your Wednesday afternoon. Good afternoon. It's just gone quarter to five. 
And now we turn our attentions to a local newspaper from the Wirral with the, well, attention-grabbing headline, Ghost Caught by Band The Coral. <laughs> the story is by Lauren Jones. This is quite the exclusive. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Indie rockers The Coral have spoken out after a ghostly encounter at their local pub, The Ship Inn. Famous for tracks such as In The Morning and Dreaming Of You, keyboardist Nick, bassist Paul and guitarist Paul were out having a drink in their local after rehearsals, enjoying a conversation about all things paranormal, when they were shown a spooky CCTV still of a spirit sitting at a chair in the pub, and this was back in January. What made the encounter even more chilling was that the spirit shared similar characteristics with guitarist Paul. Yeah. Nick told The Globe, the barmaid said that she'd caught a ghost on camera in the pub and did we want to see it? There was a sudden coldness in the air. I turned around and Malloy had disappeared. <sighs> and had manifested on the screen in place of the ghost <laughs> and then in the same chair and place in the pub that the ghost was sitting on the CCTV footage. It was lucky for him because it was his round. <laughs> 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 Recalling what happened, Paul said, all I can remember is that my head started spinning and I started slipping into this strange vortex. Oh, yeah. When I gained consciousness, I was outside because the barmaid had kicked me out. <laughs> Ghost caught by band The Coral. <laughs> it's ridiculous, isn't it? The comments have been brilliant. I think it was more than a, a quiet drink at the local, this one, to be honest. I've met The Coral on a couple of occasions, and yeah, I think you might be right. I suspect yeah, you could be onto a winner there. They're characters, aren't they? Or either that, or you know when bands just get bored of doing interviews, and they get bored of doing it, and so let's just make something ridiculous up, and we'll, they'll all go along with it. Uh, we'll get some publicity for the upcoming tour with the Mannix, and everyone's happy. Well, famously, that's what I thought um, Gary Lightbody from Snowball Child was doing when he was talking about what Pablo had been yeah. up to. <laughs> yeah, true, thought, isn't oh, it? Oh, he's yeah. chucking in oh, made-up right, band yeah. names. Here oh, we go. Yeah, we all know about him. But we, we know that Pablo's <laughs> a very popular member of the band. Yes, Hashtag love indeed. you, Pablo. Yeah, and he even had a collection of Star Wars dolls as a young young lad. We did. We looked he's into him. About, about Pablo. We know all about him now. We're your go-to place <laughs> for all your Pablo news, a little bit like the Wirral Globe is for all your coral ghost hunting news. The Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio Sport. Thank you, Alex. Uh, good afternoon, everybody. Just a quick interjection here to explain what's going on. Uh, Matt Dyson was caught on a train. We thought he was going to be late, so we did a Twitter poll to work out via your vote who should do the sport between Andy Bush, producer Amanda, or work experience Nick. <laughs> now, I'm pleased to say that Matt has made it in time. Afternoon, Matt. Hi. But the people have voted. We want to give you what you want. He was way out in the lead with your sport. His work experience, Nick. England manager Gareth Southgate says his decision to start Jack Butland in tomorrow's friendly with Italy was always planned. He replaces Jordan Pickford in goal, who started in their 1-0 win over the Netherlands on Friday. But Southgate says that doesn't necessarily mean it's a straight fight between Butland and Pickford to be number one at this summer's World Cup. Wales have lost 1-0 to Uruguay in the final of the China Cup. It was the side's first tournament under manager Ryan Giggs. The Czech Republic secured third place in the competition with a 4-1 win against China. And the body in charge of cricket's rules have called for a major shift in attitude across the game after Australia were caught cheating against South Africa. They've welcomed the punishment handed down by the ITC to their captain Steve Smith and Cameron Bancroft who tampered with the ball. Reports this morning suggested England was suspicious of Australia's behaviour during the Ashes. Work experience, wow. Dick, everyone. Matt pacing around nervously in the back of the studio there. <laughs> Absolute <laughs> well Radio done, Weather with Ryanair. The Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio.